left off the previous year, that all the Rishonim were assuming that there is a sheer of an amount of volume of drinking in order to recite a bracha chorona. Even though in the Gemara itself, it doesn't say that explicitly, the Gemara does speak about the sheer of a bracha chorona for food. And there, the Gemara is quite clear, they made a lot of brachas and Narsugi as well, that the sheer is the Kezayis. However, what is this uh, phantom shear for Bashkin? So unclear. So we had four possibilities on uh, the last year as to what exactly the amount is a person has to drink in order to be chayav to restart a bracha chrona. So we had one possibility that tells us that the shear is a kezayim. Yeah. We had another possibility that the shear is a kebeza. Another possibility that the shear is kebeza. You know, have to pull up one's cheek. And the fourth possibility was a revius. And we spoke a little bit on Wednesday about where, from, from which areas of Allah each one of these different opinions derived their uh, respective shear. So somewhat of an unresolved issue in halacha, what the shear is going to be. There is a, a comment of Tosus, the first of Amar Mekomos, where Tosus is taking a stand on what the amount is, and Tosus has a very strange application of what that stand is. Let's go back to the first of Amar Mekomos. Where Tosus writes at the end of the second line, when it comes to a bracha acharona, this is in contrast to a bracha rishona, which one recites even on a kol shahu. But for a bracha acharona, the shear is mali lugmav, according to the stelsus. Okay, therefore, yesh li One should be careful of the following. Because we just established what the amount is, being a mali lugmav, being a chitful, therefore don't forget to do the following. Lishtos mi kol shabracha below lugmav, Therefore, when you drink a kol shell bracha, now we're not exactly sure what this kol shell bracha is. We'll just give one or two examples. Kiddush is a kol shell bracha. Abdullah is a kol shell bracha. Those who, those who bench with a cup of wine, maybe that's considered to be a kol shell bracha. So one who drinks a kol shell bracha should make sure to have mulling lugma, make sure to fill up your cheek, because otherwise you won't be able to recite a bracha acharona. Adkan, the very cryptic comment of Tosus. So nobody's exactly sure what Tosus is referring to exactly. Who is Tosus speaking to when Tosus says, just you, you be careful, you make sure, who exactly is supposed to be careful? Is Tosus referring to the person who's reciting the Kiddush? Or the person who's reciting the Havdolah? You have to make sure that you drink X amount in order to recite a Bracha Chrona. So that's a very difficult reading of the Tosfus in light of the sugya, the second of the Ramakamos. The Gemara tells us in the bold line, If a person recites Kiddush and they drink Lugma, they drank a cheek full, then they yotze Kiddush. And if they don't drink, then they're not yotze. So there is a big machlekes that we show him when we say that he drinks. Does that mean the person who's reciting the Kiddush must be the one to drink? Or maybe it's acceptable even for somebody to drink. But everybody agrees that somebody has to drink. At least whether that person, whether that somebody is the Makadish proper, or whether that somebody could be the wife, the child, somebody else who's being yotze with Kiddush is an open question. But everybody agrees someone has to drink. So what is Tosa talking about? Now in Arasuya, Tosa is saying, don't forget we make Kiddush. And don't forget we make Abdullah. Make sure to partake of a Malik Mugmuk, because otherwise you won't be able to make a Bracha Krona. Forget about otherwise not being able to make a bracha rona. The reason why you have to drink a malay lugmav is because otherwise, in lotam loyotza, so you don't fulfill the mitzvah. Part of the mitzvah is to recite the kid, the kiddish, to recite the avdala ala kos, and part of reciting ala kos is to drink part of the kos. So why does Tosus make a fuss that you have to make sure to drink X amount 
in order to be able to have that opportunity of reciting a bracha krona, forget about reciting a bracha krona, you have to drink it for a much more basic reason. So unless Tosus is referring to as follows, Tosus is not addressing as to whether the person who made Kiddush is going to drink. Of course he's going to drink. I don't need a Tosus tucked away in the Lamites and Brachas to remind me to drink from Kiddush. The Gemara says in Psachim, if you don't drink, you don't drink for a body book, you're not yet to the mitzvah. So of course the, the Kaddish is, making, is going to drink. What Tosus is referencing is, is that there is this idea that everybody should try to drink Shokosho Bracha. If you're able to, there's a Hidr, Lechat Chila, so everyone should drink because of the covenant of the kosher bracha. Everyone should try to get a little bit of a taste of the kosher bracha. So now Tosa is saying, oh, everybody's trying to drink the kosher bracha. Make sure to have a mali lugmov. Because if you don't have a mali lugmov, then you're not going to be able to recite a bracha krona. So what? So you won't recite a bracha krona. If you, why, what is compelling me to drink enough to recite a bracha krona? So it's a very, very strange Tosus. But this is not my kasha. The Echron, the Rebu, the Rebu, he throws the hands up at this Tosus. Is Tosus talking about the person making the Kiddush? Is Tosus talking about the others? If he's talking about the person making the Kiddush, then it's obvious. If it's talking about others, then it's not true. So what in the world is Tosus talking about? We're not sure what Tosus means. The halacha, what we know the din is, is that, of course, the person who makes the Kiddush should be drinking. Should everybody else take a sip? Yeah, that's a nice thing to do. Does it impact on your being yotze? No. Even if a person doesn't drink any of the wine, any of the grape juice, one still fulfills the mitzvah of Yeri Kiddush. Well, it's not clear if Tosa is referring to Kiddush, so then it sounds a little like Tosa is saying that. But some Rishon do say, there are some Rishon who say that. If Tosa is talking about Abdullah, Bechsamos, and other kinds of kosher bracha, then they wouldn't be compelled to say that. So it's unclear. We don't know a lot of things about the Tosa. We're not sure why they say what they said, and we're not sure what they say, what they say. Otherwise, we have the Tosa down court. So back to a. If people are sitting a little bit of Kiddush, they're usually going to have only a tiny bit, I mean, Tosa is not. I mean, Tosa is not instructing us what you have to do. Tosa is saying that if you're planning a bracha bracha just make sure maybe, maybe, maybe that's a shot of Tosa. Maybe. So, getting back to our, our main part of our sugya is that we really have four different possibilities in the halacha: whether the shear is a kizayis, whether the shear is a kibetza, whether the shear is by lugbov, whether the shear is bechsamazon. So, how do we paskin the halacha on this question? So, we take a look at the sixth of the marmakamos. So the Shulchan Aruch begins with Ha'ochel Ha'ochel First line in the middle of, of Maramachim number 6 Ha'ochel Pachas B'Kezayis If a person eats less than a Kezayis Be'mi Pas, Be'mi Shat Ochlim Doesn't matter whether you're eating less than a Kezayis of bread, whether any other food Ba'ashosef Pachos B'Revias So the Shulchan Aruch says the Shir is the Revias If one drinks less than a Revias so we said that that's the largest of the four possibilities. That's approximately three ounces. It doesn't matter whether you're drinking wine, whether you're drinking anything else. Obviously, you recite a bracha rishona, as we've said many times, that a bracha rishona is a function of hano. You're not allowed to derive benefit from this world without hano. Obviously, without a bracha. Therefore, even the smallest amount of food or drink warrants a bracha rishona. But uliacharov, in mevarklav, but anything to recite a bracha afterwards, bracha krona, then no, unless one has a revius. Where did the Shukran get that opinion from? That's right out of the Rambam. Not a great surprise. Generally speaking, when there's a machlekis taste in the Rambam, nine out of ten times, the Shukran will side with the Shukran. The Rambam was a Sfardi, the Shukran was a Sfardi. He follows that tradition of the riff in the Rambam. 
So here also the Shavanach quotes the Shittas Rambam as the first opinion that the Shir is a, a Revius. However, if we take a look at the end of the sixth of the Ramakamos, it's two lines from the bottom towards the end of the line. So come to Shukhanach and says that there are some who are not, not certain, there are some who are not certain that maybe the shear of Bracha Chorona on drinks is a Kezayis, which we said on Wednesday, even though Kezayis is a solid measurement, it's not a liquid measurement altogether, but a simple uh, water displacement test will determine whether you have a Kezayis or not. So now tell us the same, wait a second, maybe we place the shear way too high. We put it in the range of three ounces. Following the Rambam, let's drop it down significantly to the sheet of Tosus. Maybe even a Kezayis is enough. Now notice the Shukrach doesn't even make any mention of the two middle sheetas. As we said on Wednesday, there's a hierarchy here. Kezayis is one ounce, Kibetz is two ounces, uh, Malugma is probably about one and a half ounces, and Revius is approximately three ounces. <clears throat> So comes the Shukunach and says, the Ikra din is really like the Rambam. It's three ounces. But, not so simple. Maybe even one ounce is, is sufficient. So therefore, the, the Shukunach recommends that if you want to drink more than three ounces, that's wonderful. If you want to drink less than an ounce, that's also okay. Don't make a bracha. The minute that you get yourself into that window, that ben between one and three ounces, then you're asking for trouble, says the, says the Shukunach, because according to half the Rishonim, you're required to recite a bracha. So therefore the Shukunach is strongly recommending either less than a kezayis or more than a revius. So comes the Mishnah. Very subjective. Yes, absolutely. It is subjective. Yes, yes. But when I say the number one and a half, the, the post can say for an average, uh, give or take, it's about one and a half. One and a half is a robe of Revius. So it would appear for the Gemara that Amor Lugma is about the majority of Revius. But again, it does change. In Ochlam, it does change. So comes the Mishtabura in the seventh of the Ramakamos and brings back to life some of the other Shittas. Here, if you just look at Shulchan Aruch, so you see the two extremes, the, the Kezayis, the one ounce, and the Revius, the three ounces. Says the Mishtabura, not so fast. Ayin Taz, Shekosov, the Le'ikra Din, Kaibalon, Kibalon, Lugmov. The Taz says he thinks the real shear is what appears in Tosas and Arasugya. That's a Loi Lugmov. So says the Taz, if you really truly drag a Loi Lugmov, then yes, recite a Bracha Chorona. Says the Taz that at preference, it's better to try to drink a Revius, but the Ikra Din, the Taz Paskins like Artosus, that the Shias by Lugmov. Achain says Mishabura Kolachram Dachudvarov says all the later postkim did not accept that view. The Halu and they, they come to the conclusion, the Khol Shlo Shasa Revius Shalem, Baby Yayin, Baby Shamashkin, Aid Rashai the Brah Bakakran or Khadasa Shukanaruch. So says the Mishabura, all the later postkim rejected the Taz and fall back on what we started out by saying that we cannot say with a straight face that you have to recite a brachachrona until you drink a revius. So therefore, the halacha, the mishtabura, is bachriya, the mishtabura uh, uh, finalizes that, again, the chetchila, one should try to avoid this whole shayla, but push comes to shove, if a person did not drink a revius, there is no brachachrona. Then the mishtabura says, and by the way, when we talk about beverages, don't start to draw distinctions within different drinks. Oni schema, all the later postkim said, there is no difference between other beverages and yayin sarf. Yayin sarf, a little in schnapps. 
So uh, comes the Mishabur and says, don't uh, make such a distinction. Even though people are more than happy to have a little shot glass, one, one ounce of schnapps, so people are good to go. So he says, no, the Chavim did not distinguish between the different drinks. And by the way, says Mishnabura, the reason why I have to tell you this, this is unlike what the Taz says a little bit later on. So the Taz really has two Chidushim in the Sugyus of Bracha Chirona. Chidush number one is, is that he is comfortable enough to say the Ikar Shir is my Lavlov, which again, approximately, for an average-sized person, approximately an ounce and a half against the Shulchan Aruch. Number two, the Taz is a tremendous Chidush, that different drinks have different shiurim. If you have a powerful drink, you have a schnapps, you have an alcoholic kind of a drink that people generally don't drink so much of, at least should not be drinking so much of, person has a little shot, has a little ounce, so that's good enough. That's the equivalent of, uh, of what a revius would be in other beverages. That's a chiddush of the taz that other posts can disagree with. I always say this taz is the driver's ed taz. Because if you remember back from your days of a driver's ed, remember reading the book before you took the written test. So three quarters of the book is about uh, how much alcohol you're allowed to have, your blood alcohol content. So I remember there used to always be a chart. It says, uh, I think it was um, something like 12 ounces of beer equals four ounces of wine equals one ounce of liquor or something, something along those lines. So in terms of alcohol, so that's what the task says in Oslo Hapa. That one ounce of schnapps is like, there's like the three ounces of, uh, of a wine. So again, we generally don't accept this view of the task. When I say we, I mean usually in our communities. There are certain communities that do accept the Taz, and they actually extend it to other areas, not just the Brachas, but they extend it to Kiddush as well. The, the Gemara says that when you recite Kiddush, so you um, you have to drink, as we said, a, uh, a Bali Lugba. You have to drink a uh, roll for Revias, an ounce and a half or so, in order to fulfill the bits of Kiddush. So the Taz has a Kiddush. The Taz says that when do you have to drink so much? That's when you're drinking wine. But if you're drinking uh, schnapps, a little bit is also good. But after the dark of a kachis, you have to take a little, a little schnapps less. That's less. One, one, so those little one-ounce glances are probably a little bit short, a little bit shy of my love. Says that, that's okay. That's all right. Because uh, what's what's the halacha recognizes as a significant amount of wine, that amount, that volume changes for schnapps. Then there are others who wanted to take the tazik one step further. The halacha is, is that when you recite Kiddush, or Abdullah, you have to recite it on a closer to Revius. Then the, the size of the cup has to be a Revius. It has to be approximately, uh, to the Mekilim, approximately three ounces. So comes the, come a group of Achron and some of the Hasidic Shabbos, the Rechaim, others who said that just as the Taz says in Uchus Brachis, that a little bit of Schnapps equals a lot of wine. And just as we say, vis-a-vis drinking the Kiddush wine, drinking a little bit of Schnapps is like drinking a little bit of wine, so too... A little bit of cup is like a big cup. A little, a little schnapps cup is the halach equivalent of a big wine cup. And therefore, those would be grounds to defend that practice of reciting Kiddush on a little one little, uh, one little glass of, of schnapps. Now, that practice is highly questionable on many, many fronts. First of all, many postgames, including Mishimu, don't even accept this taz altogether. The whole theory of the taz is rejected. That the halach is that all drinks are the same. And number two, this is already a stretch on a stretch on a stretch. We're taking it from brachas to kiddush, then from size of kiddush cups. It's a lot, a lot of stretchers. And then a third stretch is, is that, wait a second, why are you making kiddush on shops? Doesn't the Gemara say you're supposed to make kiddush on wine? So the answer is the Gemara says that sometimes if you're stuck, if you don't, there's no wine around, so there are other kinds of beverages that make you, you can recite kiddush, at least kiddush in the daytime, perhaps you could recite them. It's called Chamar Medina. So there's no wine around. There's no wine around. 
one other table. There's no grape. There's no, there's no grape juice in the entire town. So the Poskim said that back in Europe, Taki Sabbath, they had situations. There was no wine. They had a lot of shops. They didn't have, uh, they didn't have uh, wine. So they, they supported from the Chavetz Chaim that there were times in the Chavetz Chaim's life that he did not make Kiddush Friday night on wine. He just pushed it in that wine. That he used to make Kiddush on challah. It's something that's so bizarre. Like, who in the world today would have a dream of making Kiddush on challah? If you remember the old benchers, I remember the, the original, remember those old benchers, before they had real benchers that they give out at weddings. They used to have those cards from, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think, uh, I think uh, Beishrag and Munz used, used to send them out. It was little like two, uh, like two sides cards. They would have the Kiddush on one side and then like the benching on the other side. And in the Kiddush there, there were two columns of Kiddush. There was Kiddush for wine and there was Kiddush for Hamotzi. Because it was like so common, there was like they, they copied those cards off the ones from Europe from the 1910s. So they, uh, so uh, they, they, they had them that model of making kiddush on on uh, on chala. Nobody today makes kiddush on chala. So the nobody should be making kiddush on other drinks today. Also, because the whole idea of making kiddush on other drinks is when there's nothing else around. So that's that's the simple trap. So some want to defend and say, no, shnabs is so choshev, it's all buoyant, it's even it's just as good as one. Yesh for yesh. So I, I'm not. Totally being mozi laws and those uh, those kiddushes that that a person takes a little stops class. Yeah, we, we've all heard there, we've all been there, done that. I can't say done that, but been there. Al Al shops like a chai, and then and then So I, I've heard those kind of kiddushes. They're uh, questionable. We believe it. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are usually fairly high. Those those the, the, yeah, the vodka is a little higher. <laughs> Wine is, I don't know, 3 to uh, yeah. 13%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you drink it, it may be okay from a kiddish point of view. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't, uh, you may have a long, long nap that chops if it's Yeah, it's, it's still losing out the like, heel of bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. That's the Mishnah Mura quotes that idea that a person's really, really close. Anyway, whatever. In our Torah, it's not a relevant discussion. So we'll leave it, the, we'll leave it like that. Okay. Anyway, back to our, back to that story. So this idea that the that the Mishnah Mura quotes from the Lady Foskim that that we try not to get stuck in this uh, in this uh, area in between Shuram. That's the worst place to be. If you are asked by you drinking a little bit of wine less than a ruby, because I you're drinking a lot of wine more than more than a ruby, that's okay. But if you end up anywhere in the this interim, you know, in the anywhere in the bed of shabash, one ounce or three ounces, so you're asking for a suffix brachos. So that's probably not a great idea where to be. Where does this place us lamaisa in terms of uh, Afrofilm the times that we drink wine during the course of the year? Where does this uh, place us? So on Kiddush on Friday night, we mentioned that you have to be towing. You have to have um, you have to have my lugmuf. So you're stuck. You must drink a minimum of my lugmuf. But Kiddush is not so bad because we don't make a bracha chron on Kiddush on Friday night, which is actually a big question why we don't do that. We assume that the Kiddush on Friday night, since it's the introduction to the Suda, so the bracha mazat is going to be poter. It's not at all poshud, but that's what our practice is. That we, we're not making a bracha chron in the Kiddush one anyway, so therefore, we, we drink. My lugmuf, we drink. We're not, we're not so worried about the about the suffix of the of the bracha koronas. When it comes to Abdullah, so we're more concerned because Abdullah, 
if you drink the amount to be chayv and bracha chrona, then you have to make a bracha chrona. So in order to be yaitzeh abdallah, you don't really have to drink revias. It's really sufficient to drink malilukbuk, like Kiddush. But here the post can write, it's really not lechatchila to do that. Lechatchila, a person should should drink the entire revias of abdallah. Again, it doesn't impact the yaitzeh, but it does create a situation of a subject bracha. So really lechatchila, the person reciting abdallah should be drinking the entire uh, coast, or not, not literally the whole coast, but has to drink revias to get approximately uh, three ounces. It's, it's for this reason that I have a Masorah, that even though, even though I make Kiddush on, on wine, on Shabbos, I do not recite Abdullah on wine. So I have from Rabbi Willick, he said, don't make Abdullah on wine because you never know wh- wh- when you have to drive. You, know, you think, yeah, I'm home tonight, I'm not going anywhere tonight. Famous last words, you're not going anywhere tonight. You may, Friday night, unless you're, uh, you're running an ambulance, hopefully you're not, you're not going anywhere on Friday night. So Friday night, you can have a cup of wine. But on Matzah Shabbos, you never know what's going to round the bend. So therefore, he always recommends. That's the that's what I always follow. I, I always make Abdullah on uh, on grape juice. He just wants to know if you make Kevin uh, Mahamal right after Abdullah. Yeah. You then still have to make uh, that's a shadow. That 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 that's a question. Yeah, yeah. That that that's a shadow. That's a, the, the only time that shot comes, it comes I, I'm usually asking from the big machmir to, to have a Mahamal right away. But so you Kipper. Always have that shot. You drink a couple of grapes, make up the other couple of grapes. But the terrace is, I, I never end up washing right away. There's always something till I, till I usually I come back from jobbing's over. So after Kirsh Levanam, so, so I make up dollar till I get my kit off, till I find my shoes, until I get it. It takes 20 minutes until I sit down and eat. So usually I make a bracha for on the Abdullah and wine, and then, then, then I get around to it, uh, to eating later. That's a whole. That's a, a whole other shot. Yeah, that was, that's a big machlek zeposkim. When you make abdallah in the sukkah on yantif or shabbos lomayit, right? Do you make a, do you make a leishev and when do you make the leishev? So what I, I usually do is not, a lot of people don't do this. What I usually do is I usually make a leishev after abdallah and then I have mizonis afterwards because um, wine is a big question whether they really have to make a leishev altogether. So I think that's the minute. I think you know, in. in it's a minig rishalayim. Anyone know? Anyone ever just people on on you know what? It's a minig rishalayim. I know it's a mitigant, but I'm not sure. No, no. Not sure. But very hard to have your input on that. The mitigant. We're always in the sukkah. We're always in the sukkah. We don't have a shot. You never leave the sukkah. Okay, that's the mitigant. Very holy, holy places in Ramat Bechemish. Okay. All right. Anyway. So again, so this issue comes up that we try, on the one hand, we try to drink the kosher bracha, and we want to get my lugmuk, we, we have to get my lugmuk, and then we get ourselves into a little bit of a pickle. This is the requirement of drinking my lugmuk for kosher bracha. The Gemara has this by Kiddush. We assume it spills over to Abdullah. It's not 100% clear whether it spills over to other kosher bracha as well. There are you know, other times throughout the year when we recite certain brachas over kosher yayin, but many of them are more B'Torah's Midig than the B'Torah's Allah Kiddush, and Abdullah have to be said on the But other things that we do, not necessarily B'Torah's Amazon is a Machla, I guess, but then our Midig is to be pretty make them a B'Torah's We bench on the coast once in a while on Shabbos and then pick around. You know, we, we try to do it if we can. But Mikra did we pass, and you don't really require a cup of wine for B'Torah's Amazon. There are other B'Torah's that we recite, let's say B'Torah's Eresin under the Chuppah, so we recite Brachas or Sheva Brachas, we recite uh, under the Chuppah over a kosher Yayin, by a bris we recite, uh, we recite the Bracha of uh, of Asher um, Kidesh Dibbi Betan, we recite that Bracha over kosher Yayin, but those are not really Mikra Din, those are B'Torah's Amazon, they're not really, really Mikra Din. So it's not clear when you have those kinds of kosher brachas how much you really have to drink. How much do we say? 
So there are some who have the practice, there are Chashukha closest practice, seems to be the pretty prevalent practice today, is that not to be so mocked to have a Moilugma, but these kinds of Kosos. We very rarely see by a brisk that somebody drinks the entire uh, cup, takes a little bit of a, a sip. The only time when you have to drink the entire cup, when it's a brisk on Shabbos morning, so when, and you haven't made Kiddush yet, so that is your Kiddush. So then you make a Burpia Gophet, you don't have to say Shabbos, you make a Burpia Gophet, you have in mind that's your Kiddush also, then you have to drink Moilugma, and then you have to have Kiddush Bacham Suda, and then you have to be careful. Uh, I've had this in the show once or twice, I was uh, I made the bracha on a brisk on Shabbos, and then I tell them to bring the cookies in the in the shul because uh, otherwise you're, you're you're running into a problem potentially of Kiddush Bacham Suda. So we very rarely see under the chuppah that somebody recites a uh, recites an entire uh, you know, drinks a whole uh, a whole uh, malugma and then makes let's make bracha chronos. It's not that common. We assume that uh, for teima for these kosher brachas, even a teima, a little bit of a, of a sip is good enough. Although honestly, I was a, I was once at a chasana where the chasana was machved for other parts. There are posts who say this. I saw this that the chasana was machved that he drank at the chuppah. He drank a malugma, but then more than that. Because once you drink a Mali Lugma, then you're in a Suffolk Bracha Chorona. So he insisted on drinking the entire uh, Revius. And then you have to make a Bracha Chorona. So I remember uh, the Chobi broke the glass before they went to the Ikhan room. The Chosun sat down. He sat down and made a Bracha Chorona before, uh, before. Again, uh, that's not the standard practice. We'll leave it, uh, we'll leave it uh, at that. This issue comes up. Uh, it comes up at the Seder also, the Loha Seder. Because also we run into potential issues of, uh, of Bracha Chorona on the last coast. Was, um, all the other coasts, so the, the first two coasts are going to be covered by the Bech and the third coast, you're not going to make a, a bracha chorona, you're about to drink a fourth coast. But the fourth coast, if the halal, that's the end, it should be the end of the night for you, so you're not drinking any more wine at that point, so you have to recite a bracha chorona. So it's interesting because in all the Haggadahs, it's printed in the Haggadahs, you recite a bracha chorona, but it's not true. It's only true if you're chayv in bracha chorona. There are a lot of people by the fourth coast who are not drinking a full reviyas at that uh, at that point. So most people are not drinking a full reviyas at that point. So they really shouldn't be reciting a bracha chorona. And so the emphasis they really should try to drink reviyas as they can because. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the lush that I got to finish the fourth cup. Yeah, but nobody's reading. Most people don't read the small print at that at that point. So uh, I, I always drink the fourth cup. And then those who want to be mo- yotzim with my bracha chorona, I'll, mo- I'll make a bracha chorona for them. But usually most people, most people are not holding by that point that the lumbus of his brachas. But, but but the bottom line is at the end of the fourth cup, so you're supposed to uh, recite a bracha chorona. I, I very often I notice often at the seder I use uh, Eretz roll wine. So uh, so I have to remember to make a ale ale orange or pregafna. In Masechus Brachas, that when you drink uh, wine from Eretz Yisrael, the parent the really says about pears from Eretz Yisrael. We assume it's for wine also that the uh, that the bracha changes to add, add that special sheva for uh, for Eretz Yisrael. So I have to remember that also, depending on which wine I use. Sometimes I use the Eretz Yisrael wine, sometimes they're not the Eretz Yisrael, depending on depending on what's available, what's around. So I have to always remember what I use for that last coast in order whether the bracha chorona is going to be such a, or such. This uh, is interesting. Uh, I think the group from Eretz Yisrael will appreciate this uh, most. We'll wrap it up before. Uh, Shops there that um, I happened to notice last week I was in the wine store. I bought one of the one of the Israeli bottles of wine, and I just happened to notice on the bar on the back that it said it said Ches Vav Lamed on it, which stands for Chutz And then I realized because it was a Shemitah year wine, so it wasn't from Eretz Royal grapes. <laughs> then I saw on the bottom it said product of Spain. But it's produced like an Israeli bottle. I think it was the, the Zion wine, whatever it was. It's it's all Hebrew letters. It's all the Israel. It's the same packaging, the same labeling, etc. In teeny weeny weeny uh, letters, it says uh, Yuvul Chutzlaretz, and it says uh, and it says uh, product of Spain. 
So I have to remember next time that when you drink that bottle of wine, you don't make a Spain's a nice country, whether, whether it is or not, I can't tell you, but it's not our stuff. So you don't make you don't make a large one free gaffer on the Spanish wine. So you got a health cup. Not only do you have to know now which bracha, how much you drink, you have to make sure you're drinking the right wine and not the right wine. Unwritten bracha. Anyway, once you try, if, if they can, to try to either stay less than because I support the review. So we'll get to Shem next week. So we'll talk a little bit more about the, the circuit with the shearers in terms of uh, the amount of time it takes to drink. Okay, Shabbos, Shabbos, everyone, do well. Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos. Shabbos, Shabbos. 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 Shabb